FM News. Good afternoon. The Democratic Alliance has filed papers with the High Court in Cape Town to seek an interim interdict to declare Section 11 of the Powers and Privileges and Immunities of Parliament and Provincial Legislatures Act unconstitutional. DA Federal Chairperson James Self says they want the court to grant an interim interdict to prevent Parliament from calling security forces into the chamber to remove MPs unless under serious circumstances. Self says they want the court to grant the interdict pending the outcome of the full review court application. He says while police can be allowed into the chamber under serious circumstances, MPs have constitutional rights. What we've seen is there's an undertaking now to ensure that the signal jamming doesn't happen again. But what we haven't come to the bottom of is whether or not Parliament can cut the feed or uh, misdirect the cameras at certain times to shut the public out. And I think it is urgent that we, we have that discussion as soon as possible. A 51-year-old man has appeared briefly in the Neisner Magistrates Court in the Southern Cape in connection with the murder of an 11-year-old learner. Zamamani's body was found this past Sunday after he'd gone missing a few days earlier. The case has been postponed to the 13th of April for further investigation. Mlamli Maneli reports. Mani was last seen in the presence of the suspect last week Friday. It's alleged that he was locked away by the suspect to a local golf course where he was found murdered and his body hidden in the tiny forest. Community members and the search and rescue teams only found the body on Sunday after the suspect had allegedly pointed it out. Mani's cousin, Noma Pongomani, says they are deeply hurt by the incident. She's called for authorities to deny suspect bail. A group of taxi drivers from the Milneton Taxi Association has marched through the CBD against what it says are plans to phase out minibus taxis. They allege that the city of Cape Town wants to make the My City bus service the primary mode of transport. Spokesperson Felicity Hector says the city has allegedly been denying them permits. The drivers are expected to hand over a memorandum to the mayoral committee member for transport, Brett Heron. Susan Angwala reports. The group is few in number with around 50 drivers taking part. But what they lack in figures, they make up for in passion as they say this is a bread and butter issue for them. Carrying placards which ask who benefits from my city and does my city know the people, they say the minibus taxi industry is a fundamental part of communities and should not be sidelined in this manner. They demand that the city's transport department issue permits and stops unjustly impounding their vehicles. They say they want to be allowed to operate side by side with my city buses in a way that promotes healthy competition. Sisanda Nguala, SABC News, Cape Town CBD. And finally, authorities in Mozambique have raised concerns about the cholera outbreak that has already killed 28 people. More than 2,000 people are reported to have been infected with the waterborne disease. The outbreak is a result of the floods that hit the northern parts of Mozambique and Malawi earlier this year. Vusitwala reports. The Tete province in the northern parts of Mozambique was the hardest hit by the heavy rains early this year. Tete province connects Mozambique to the neighboring Malawi and Zimbabwe. According to the deputy director in the Mozambique's health ministry, Benigna Matine, over 60 new cases are being reported per day. She attributes the cholera outbreak to the recently experienced floods that killed 158 people in that country. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sibs Matiela.